0: Welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. I'm Joseph, and (laughs) what an awesome time we're going to have today. Jesus is, you know, He's getting persecuted. The thunder's roaring, and the Pharisees are mad, and the the Hebrews, and the Pharisees, and the scribes, and the hypocrites are all ready to stone Him again. But Jesus can't be stopped. (laughs) People don't understand that Growing in His Word is verse by verse Uh, chapter by chapter and we're going through the book of John and wow Jesus is on a roll last week Jesus was was you know he was getting stoned by the Pharisees and he escaped he you know he got out of that and this time we're going to talk about Lazarus and we're going to talk about how how the Jews took up stones last week in chapter 10 verse 31 and the Jews took up stones again to stone him and Jesus answered them many good works I have shown you from my Father, for which of those works do you want to stone me for? Here we go again, man. We, we see the persecution, and last week we saw the persecution in believers. And on the podcast, we want to teach you listeners that even when you're going through hard times in life, even like Jesus did, just cling on to the Word, man, because His Word will never return void, and His Word is there for you no matter what. So as we continue to grow in His Word, I want to bless you guys and say that Happy Father's Day to you fathers who are uh, listening to this podcast, man. And if you're if you're not a father, say hey Happy Father to Jesus because He's your father. And and so God bless you guys and welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. Uh, I'm Joseph and this podcast is is we're ready to roll and we're ready to go and and in the name of Jesus. Let this. Let your Holy Spirit guide these words. Amen. So, man, last week it was cool because Jesus, he was you know, he was walking through the valleys, and the Jews answered him and said, Hey, man, for a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy. Jesus is claiming to be God. And because you being a man, make yourself God. This is what they said in verse 33 of John chapter 10. Wow, Jesus answered them and said, it's not written in, you. listen, he says, <laughs> you guys are going to love this. Jesus answered them and said, if, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. Question mark. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came in the scripture. Psalm 82 sums it up, but, but also Isaiah 43 verse 10, you know, he says it real simple. And he says, check this out, man. This is the Redeemer of Israel. In the Old Testament, and it says, in verse 10, it says, in Isaiah chapter 43, you are my witness, witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me, and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. For I Listen, I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no other Savior. I've declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore, listen, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Indeed, before the day I was, before I was, I am He. And so, there is no one who can deliver you out of my hands. I work, and who will reverse it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. So we see Jesus telling the people that he's God. And the, and the deity is being exposed. And so last week we saw Jesus get persecuted for his deity. And now this week we're going to talk about how Jesus raises the dead. Wow! Jesus is going to raise. A a, a man who's been dead. Who stinks. You know? And so, here we go, man. Praise the Lord. Uh, John chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now a certain man was sick. You know? Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. Now check this out. Bethany... Was a small little village on the southeast slope of the Mount of Olives. And see, it was located about two miles from Jerusalem. I've been, I, I love it here. It's, it's nice. Israel's nice. And so we can see where Jesus is there. Check it out. And if you go to Luke chapter 10, Martha, you know, she loved Jesus. And Martha had a sister, okay, named Mary. And listen to this. You know, it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragment oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose whose brother Lazarus was sick. Listen, you remember Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42? Man, Jesus was walking with his disciples. And Jesus was walking with his disciples, and he's sitting there, and they're just walking by, and all of a sudden, Martha goes to Jesus and says, Hey, you want to come in my house? She invites him in, feeds him dinner, and then she complains to Jesus about her sister. <laughs> I mean, she was smart. She's sitting there telling Jesus, My sister's leaving me. She's not helping me out here. I mean, she's, you know, she's talking to Christ. This is what Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to talk to Christ, Him. He doesn't want us to talk to ourselves. He wants us to speak to Him as we were speaking to a human, like our real God. He's our God. He can answer our problems. He's there for us. Jesus spent time with Martha and Mary. And guess what? He wants to spend time with you. You're thinking how? It's through prayer. Listen, Jesus wants you to open your Bible because the Bible says every word in there is correct and it's living. It's alive. It's like a it's like an airplane. You get on it and you and you, you know you're reading it. You're thinking, what are you talking about? It's like an airplane. Are you crazy? It's like you you get in there. You get on. You strap your seat on. You you know you're and God takes you into His presence and you can understand His ways in your life. You can fly to places that nobody can ever go to. And God will take you places where you've never seen first class. And Mary, Martha did that with Mary and Jesus. And Jesus listened to her. Okay? And, and Jesus told her, he said, Martha, don't worry. What do we do? We worry. We worry. We stress. If something don't go our way, what do we do? We freak out. We we get upset. I don't. Okay, well you're you're one out of one ten hundred you're you're rare, man. You're right on. But we freak out. We do the banana splits and we say, Lord help me. Jesus is honestly, he's there for you. We don't need the priest. Jesus says, I'm the high priest. But basically, he spent time with them. And he knew her brother. Listen, Lazarus was sick. And verse 3 says, Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. See? He knew him. She's saying it. Whom you love is sick. You know? When Jesus heard that, he said, The sickness is... Is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. He's talking about the miracle, the deity. Jesus doesn't want to heal him right away. Listen, Jesus doesn't want to heal Lazarus right away because it's all about his timing. If Jesus heals him right away, it's not going to show his power that God has manifested in him as three in one the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're getting into deep scripture now. Listen. Thinkers, listeners, note takers, college students, listen, whoever you may be, God wants you to break this down and observe it verse by verse. Because the Holy Spirit is here now, and the Holy Spirit is going to interpret it for you. Jesus Christ was filled with God's Holy Spirit, and He doesn't want you to be left out with that same Spirit today. Listen, Jesus is anointed. He is still anointed, and He can live in you, and you can be anointed. Wow, what a trip. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. I used to be one of those bozos. Walking around with, yeah, Jesus loves you. But really, I didn't experience the Holy Spirit. Oh, don't get Pentecostal on me. No, no, it's not about that. It's about you having a personal relationship and understanding God's grace. Listen, go to Corinthians chapter five, second Corinthians chapter five, uh, verse, verse eight. But I want to read before I get there. I want to read, uh, about you know, how the assurance of the resurrection, listen to this, for we know that if our er- earthly house, this tent, our skin, you know, it doesn't say skin, but this is what it's talking about, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens, for in this we, we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed with our habitation with the which is from heaven." you're thinking what's he talking about God says look man when we die we're going to go to heaven our bodies are a tent our skin is just the shell of a a tent so imagine you're camping in this world you're just camping and you're just passing through until God takes you home amen so we as believers need to understand that his grace is sufficient enough in our life and that he loves us what's this have to do with Lazarus It's, it's simple you know God is clothing us. You see? In verse 3 says, If indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked, for we are in this tent, we groan, being burdened, not because we want to be gun clothed, but further clothed, that the mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now He who's prepared us, and this is God, listen to this, He, now He, Who has prepared us for this very thing is God. (laughs) Yeah. Listen. Who also has given us the Spirit. There it is. As a guarantee. Wow. Highlight that. I mean, I could just eat that all day long and tell you what I just told you 15 seconds ago. We are in His Spirit. He can live in us. We have the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, the Father, working, the Helper in our lives. But we don't get it. We want to mess it up. We don't want to wait. We want to do the work. And God says, wait a minute. I've prepared a place for you. He says, listen, I am, I, I, I'm giving you the Spirit as a guarantee. Verse 6 says, so we are always confident. You can be confident knowing that the Holy Spirit lives in you and will continue to use you. It's like a spiritual high, man. I met a guy, you know, he was a cool guy, man, you know, and we went outside and he was like, hey, man, you know, we were in Los Angeles one day and he was like, I want to experience God's love, man. I want to experience what you have. And I said, you want that, man? (laughs) He was like, yeah, I want it. I go listen, man, because he thought I was probably crazy, high on Jesus all the time, and you know I didn't have anything in my apartment at the time. I was, you know, I was living living on faith, man, living on Jesus. Still do. <laughs> listen, and I said, "You want to experience the love and grace of Jesus?" He said, "Yeah." So I took him to go feed the homeless. The guy bought this the homeless guy a jacket. He fed him. He. He was blessed. He said, Pastor, I've never experienced this love that, that God gave me. This guy was hungry. And 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 he gave him at McDonald's, he walked in there and he gave him, you know, he bought him food. He he bought him and he didn't care what it was about. And he 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 did it. And I said, that's what it's about. And I begin to tell him that the man that you helped didn't freeze that night. And I've seen him later. And he lived because he experienced that love. Jesus wants to use you to bless others. Just like the brother did in California. He gave when he didn't have much and drove from Los Angeles to the Inland Empire just to bless homeless man what a blessing that was that's what it's about that's what Jesus wants us to become more like him loving merciful and Jesus gives us this Holy Spirit that it's talking about and so we go to verse 9 and it says therefore we make it our aim whether present or absent to be well pleasing to him and that's what it's about for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. You can be forgiven for your sins. But you could say, Lord Jesus, yeah, I hurt that person. I I, you know, I I I did this, I did I cheated, I lied, I stole, I murdered, I did this, I did that. Then God will say, Are you repented? Did you really repent? And God will say, welcome. But you will give accountability for good and bad. And Jesus loves us. And we're done with this. And we'll go back to John. knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God. And I also trust you. I also trust our well-known, your consciousness. Man, wow. So Jesus is there. You know, verse 4 says in First John chapter 11. First, uh, John, I'm sorry. John chapter 11. John chapter 11, not 1 John. Verse 4, when Jesus heard that, he said, the sickness is unto death, but but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through him. Through it. It's a miracle. Jesus loved Martha and her sister, verse 5 says, and Lazarus. And so when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in that place where he was. Remember on the third day Jesus was resurrected? Remember that? Now we got two days down. Because Jesus is going to heal him on the third day. Because Jesus is making a point. He's going to tell him later. Just like it says. Listen to this. When Jesus heard that... He said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. He's not going to die, because God's going to be glorified. And here comes the three in one that the Mormons don't want you to hear, the Jehovah Witnesses. Listen, here it comes. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Verse 6 says, so when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. So, he went there so he could teach him some more. Dude, he's not in a hurry. Check it out. He's not in a hurry. He's just chilling there. He's just chilling there. He's like, you know what? Let the dude die. I love him, but you know what? I want to pray to God and have this miracle so you could see. You're thinking, man, that's kind of mean. (laughs) No, we're talking about timing. And that's what this chapter is about. This chapter, excuse the thunder outside. It's a big one. This is about timing. So Jesus wants us to be timed about what he's going to do in our life. Listen. Jesus is probably, it doesn't say this in the Bible. I, I don't want no email saying "Hey, you're, you're, you're adding to the Bible. Because uh, it, it doesn't say this, but Jesus right here, look at Check this out. You guys got your Bibles? Listen, what's this? He says, hey man, let's go back down to, uh, let's go to Judea again. So he's down there and he's teaching them. He's probably, you know, just hanging out with them, just, you know, teaching them the word and teaching them how to depend on him and the father. And so there he is saying, hey man, you guys don't got to trip out, man. You don't got to worry about your bills. You don't have to worry about your job. You don't have to worry about COVID-19 virus because no matter what, your tent is secured. You're going to heaven. And that's the beautiful part. People worry. Martha worried. Jesus told her in Luke chapter 10, don't worry. Stop worrying. This is a big message. Luke 10 38. Stop. Martha goes and tells him again. Stop worrying. It's about my grace. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. Listen, it's about my grace. And timing, Jesus is going to prove his timing. I mean, sadly, God, not sadly, but he's going to live. God wants him to have that timing there. So we see it says in verse 8, it says, The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you. And are you going there again? <laughs> Jesus is like, come on, man. I've escaped more stonings than you could ever think about. You know, you know what he's telling them. He's probably telling them, are you guys crazy? I mean, I, they try to kill me a lot of times. It's not my time yet, you guys. Chill out. Listen, Jesus in verse 9 says, Are there not 12 hours in the day? Slow down, man. We'll get to it. <laughs> if anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees light of the of the world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. You ever see people? They try to, you know, they're drunk, and they try to, you know, Drive their car and they can't see, and it's nighttime, and G- and they're they're trying to get home and they're drunk. Listen, when you're living in sin, God's protection is not going to be there. It's going to be lightning, like it is now. Why Jesus wants us to be in the light? That's why Jesus wants us to be in the light. He wants us to stay in the light, not the lightning. He wants us not to be slipping around and and sinning all the time. Listen, here we go, and it's you're gonna love this. So we see, it's like we can't be in a hurry. Jesus is telling him, "Man, slow down. My timing is coming. Don't worry. Don't worry." Don't, you got something to say, talk to me. Jesus is saying, I'm here, talk to me. Don't worry. So let's go back to verse 11. It says, these things he said after this, he said to them, our friend lads, listen to this, I'm sorry, go to verse nine. It says, Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light. We see it. We see the difference. The light of the world. See, Jesus said, I am the light of the Lord. Light of the world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him, man. He's not saved. He's not born again. You got to be born again. Listen, verse eleven says these things he said, and after the, that he said to them, "Or our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake, that I may wake him up." And this is the most important part. Jesus Christ is in verse twelve. I'm going to sum it up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about talking rest and sleep. Some believers think that when you die, you're going to sleep. You know, and then, you know, you're sleeping, you're not really going to heaven. And then when Jesus comes back on the second coming, you're going to wake up and poof. Nope, wrong go. The Bible says out of the body and presence with the Lord. And a lot of Seventh-day Adventists think that. Yeah, they think that Ellen White's going to save you and she has a cure for all the the cancers in the food. But really, the doctors, uh, I would would go to a doctor. So, And I'm not picking on SDAs. I'm not picking on anybody. Seventh-day Adventists, the only difference between us is they worship on the Sabbath and, well, a couple other things. And, you know, I mean, but hey, um, we're not sleeping when we die. We're out of the body and present with the Lord. But Jesus... Even said he was dead. Look here, he said. If he listen here in verse twelve, then he then his disciples said, "Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well." However, Jesus spoke of his death. See that death, D E A T H. Death. The dude's dead. Let's get real. He's dead. And spiritually, we're dead until we receive Christ. And that's what I'm trying to tell you today. If you're spiritually dead, stop hugging on to the sin. If you want a cure for what you're doing in life, if you want to live forever, if you want to receive Jesus, say, Lord, I want you. Listen, Jesus is going to work a miracle right now. Watch. You see, 14, verse 14 says, And Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. There it is, right there. So there goes your uh, myth, Advents. I love you guys, but your myth has been uh, debunked. Verse 14 says, Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. See, because if he was sleeping, then he wouldn't be a miracle maker, would he? He'd just say, wake up, you've had enough NyQuil! You know, but no, see, it's not going to happen that way. Jesus didn't play around. I mean, the guy was dead. And guess what? Verse 15 says, And I am glad for your sake that I was not there that you may believe. Nevertheless, (laughs) let us go to him. (laughs) Here comes Thomas in 16. You know, Thomas was you know then thomas who is called the doubter i'm kidding no the twin and to his fellow disciple let us also go and we may die with him so verse 17 goes on see you know see the lord saw that their development you know in faith here so thomas saw that they're you know he saw their deaths but you know thomas was loyal and so he was a doubter but he was loyal so he followed him anyways but But see, Christ is going to demonstrate that he's the resurrection. So listen. And we're almost done. And we're going to end here. Look. 17 says, So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Man, the guy stunk. Now, now Bethany was near Jerusalem. It was about two miles away, like I told you earlier. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. I mean, they're crying. They're going to do, they're about to do the, you know, they're going to sit Sheva. We call that in Hebrew. They're going to sit Sheva for seven days and give food. And they're feeling bad. They're going to mourn and cry. They're going to be upset. And they're all going to mourn. They're getting ready to wrap this guy and, you know, bury him and get him in the ground. And Martha, see, now verse 20 says, now Martha... As soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would have not died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give to you. So the key is, you know, we want things in life. Even I myself want it. But is it what God wants? One time I wanted a Porsche. Boy, I got it. Oh, I, I got that Porsche. I worked for it too. I worked hard for it. wasn't a new one. It was a used one. But boy, did I speed in it and break the law. Oh, I thought I had it going on. And wow, end up getting many tickets. And my wife said, hey, that got to get sold. Or, you know, I mean, you're starting to worship it. So the key here is She's asking Jesus. If you would have got here, I would have had that. I would have had it. Well, just like my Porsche. Or just like the job that you think you wanted. You know, you wanted to get hired by this company, but the company that you worked for, one of the persons died there. That could have been you. There's reasons. There's reasons why God wants what we want Him to have us, want us to have. It's not what we want, it's what He wants in our lives. And so believers, and you know, these are the days where it's up to God to give us what we want and, and repeat His walk in our life. How do you do that? We pray. We don't become bitter. And if we start getting bitter, we got to hurry up and call someone. Help me pray. Don't be prideful. Hey man, I've been bitter lately. Can you pray for me? Yeah, here, here you go. Lord Jesus, help this brother. You know he's jealous, or he's bitter. Well, he's prideful, and you you kill it right there. <clears throat> I've gone through it. I'm human, and so Jesus. The key here is, you know, Martha's saying to him, you know, in verse twenty three. I mean, verse twenty two says, "But even now, I know that whatever you ask." of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. So he was faithful to bless his sister. He said he will rise again and so will Jesus. And we're going to see that next week where Jesus is going to rise. But we're going to see where Martha's, where, where, where Jesus is. Here it says in 24, Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again. And the resurrection at that last, at that, at the last day. And, 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 and so she knew, listen, she knew. And verse 25 says, and Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And we're going to end with that. Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we just we just thank you, Father, for this this, this chunk of nuggets. Lord, it's a lot of stuff to study. We could stay days talking about how faithful you are. And how, you know, Lazarus, who st- stinks, is going to be risen soon. And how we stink and our sins stink. And, Lord, how you can take away our sins. Listen, we thank you, Jesus. In your name, amen. Father, we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Listen, believers out there, podcast listeners, Growing in His Word is dedicated to you so that you'll grow. But you'll grow in His mercy and His love and His grace. Please log on to growinginhisword.com. There you will see a list of all the podcasts through, you name it, Apple. Oh, you name it, it's there. I Heart Radio. What a blessing these people are to us and what a blessing they are to you too. We thank you and we thank you for coming back to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph. God bless you guys. And until next time, remember, Jesus loves you.